0: I'm Yamilka Rodriguez, and this is the Brand Therapist Podcast, where we come together and deep dive into the psychology of branding. We live in a new era that asks us to step up and show our individuality, learn what makes us unique and different in this world. Let's open the door to possibilities so you can win in business, life, and relationships, because Everything starts with you. Hello and welcome to the Brand Therapist Podcast. I'm so excited for my guest today. Her name is Odia Kalala and let's go ahead and read her bio before we get started here with the questions. So Odia Shambo is the CEO and founder of OKS Markets a boutique style marketing firm that currently offers her signature course profitable with search an ex-corporate organic content marketer for credit karma which we're going to get all into that because I know that was very interesting for me lending tree and other household brands odia has learned from and worked with the best of the best in the organic marketing industry and has mastered the art of organic connecting businesses, brands, and their customers using search engines. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to have you. Now tell me, does organic mean that you don't pay for your ads?
1: Yes, that's what organic means. By definition, it's anything that is non-paid. And I primarily focus on the search engine.
0: Okay, that makes total sense. I love that. So tell me a little bit about your business. Get into it. What do you do for your clients? So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So currently I don't work one on one with any other clients. We're at capacity, which is really exciting to say but i do offer my signature course for boutique companies or companies that have a brand or a business or just thought leaders that have a website that really want to grow their organic presence so that's essentially what we do is I call myself the search engine matchmaker. <laughs> so I connect customers, <laughs> customers and businesses together. So I find you your tribe online and I help you build that tribe using a search engine. So that's essentially what I do. And the course is just the foundation because I love to teach the knowledge. So that way you don't waste your money or your time on any other aspect of marketing because there's just so much There's just so much noise in the market place. So I teach you first. So that way you're able to repeat the process for years and months to come.
0: So tell me, you were talking about credit karma and you were asking me like, do you know what they do? And I said, well, don't they just look
1: at your credit? So tell us what they really do. (laughs) Well, they are a lead generation firm, okay? So they get your information and they pass your information to the best partner. So whether that be you're looking for a credit card, a house, or whatever. So they really specialize in getting attention. And that's essentially what they do. They capture your information and they put it in the person that can actually fulfill the request that you need. That's what Credit Karma does. So, no, I can't rig your credit score. (laughs) That's funny. Well, that's
0: good to know. So tell me, it wouldn't be a brand therapist podcast if we didn't talk about childhood. So tell me a story about your childhood that refers to what you do today.
1: Yeah. So I really enjoy like things about childhood because it really just brings me back to who I am as a person. And so my mom was a manager at a bookstore when I was about four years old. And my dad came in, they worked different shifts. So my dad came in to pick me up because she's she's a hustler. So she like worked three different jobs, but she came in and she really just had to sit there. So I would get books and I would get an audio and, and a like, a tape recorder, and I would get a headphone on, get headphones on, excuse me, and I would literally, like, walk the runway. So my dad comes in looking for me, and he's like, I can't find my daughter, and my mom's looking for me everywhere. And so my dad just, like, sneaks into the middle of this hallway, and he sees me with a headset, and I'm walking the runway. And my dad was like, oh, my gosh, my daughter is going to, like, do something in modeling. That story just reminds me of like the confidence that I should take into everyday life is to live my life in that sense of myself that true sense of joy and confidence and like taking on the world that's who I am at my core and that's the childhood story that just reminds me of myself all the time.
0: Oh, I love that story that's beautiful Now I do have to say. Thank you for filling out the archetype quiz. And your archetype is innocent. So I'm going to read you the innocent card. I have a card right here. I'm going to read it to you. And then there's some words on the back that I want you to tell us how you personally define those words. So the innocent sees the good and right in the world and is attracted to simple, easy solutions that renew and rejuvenate. The motivation is purity. The need is to do what's right, and the fear is doing things wrong, and the behavior is reads instructions, follows rules, identifies simple, easy solutions. How does that feel to you?
1: Uh, It's spot on with who I am and what the vision of my business is. It's insane, but it's literally spot on. That's my core value is transparency, consistency, and just authenticity, that simplicity of life. I love it. I love it.
0: Oh, wow. So just so the listeners know, I did not ask her this before, and these are pretty accurate. There's only two questions on the quiz. And so I love when this happens. So let me ask you this. What does simple mean to you? Like if you had to define it, what is the definition for you?
1: Simple means... Getting down to the basics, the skeleton of something. So if I'm attacking, like I'll use my business, for example, I teach you the SEO fundamentals. Like that is the bare bones of what you will need to succeed in SEO, because I don't want to give you advice that you won't actually need or use, because that just becomes clutter. So simple is just the bare bones of what you need to take an idea or something to the next level. Love it. Pure. Pure is doing things in your authentic self and your true self that's rooted in like the good, like you said, the good, the the happy, the joyful, but like just, just being true and just being pure. Intentional. That to me would be when you're authentic, you can be intentional about what you're doing. So that word to me is along the same veins of authenticity. Idealistic. Idealistic. It's creativity. It's creativity. When you're idealistic, you're full of ideas. You're full of creativity, which is why I love marketing because I I love it. When I think of an idea, I just want to run with it. (laughs) Optimistic. Optimistic is having an outlook in life that is rooted in joy, but also has The reality so it's not just like blind optimism right it's it's you have the reality but you're optimistic on what's to come based on what you put in the work you put in
0: okay so if i had to ask you what is your personal brand all about what would you say
1: my personal brand like you said which is so crazy because you didn't ask me about the cards before but you got you hit the nail on the head It's transparency, it's being authentic, and it's consistency. That's what I live, I breathe, I will fall on the sword for those three words for me. Because that's what I want to embody. That's who I am at my core. And that's what my business stands for. That's what we continue to do for our customers is show up in a transparent, authentic way. And we're always showing up. So that's why that consistency part is always going to be there at the core of what we do of who I am. So tell
0: me... If I
1: asked you, what is your greatest fear? What would that be? That is a really phenomenal question. And my greatest fear would be getting to the end of my life and knowing that I shorted myself, knowing that I didn't show up full, that I let others' opinions live rent-free in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and that stopped who I had the opportunity to become. So for me, it's really not living the life that I know that I'm supposed to live. And that's being full, that's showing up every single day, doing what I love, working with people that are also doing what they love. There's just so much energy that flows when people are really connected to who they are and who they want to align with. So my greatest fear is just not being full and not showing up full because I love my kids. And I always think about my children. I have three boys. I always think about my kids. And I'm like, if I tell them, them to go out and get a wife and I'm like okay this is the kind of wife that you need and they're like mom you're the total opposite of what you're telling me to do I think that would be a personal failure and so for me it's like if I'm full I know my children will gravitate towards that fullness and that is how we build legacies is what our children remember us for and so that to me is my greatest fear is not showing up full
0: we thank our sponsor bespokebranding.io tailored branding to reach your ideal client gain a deeper level of understanding to empower your brand and purpose and rule the market we know what it's like to journey from a place of feeling overwhelmed and undervalued to being powerful understood and authentic your brand identity allows you to live your purpose the brand therapist has 20 years of branding and design experience has transformed billion dollar brands and has eight plus years of guiding women entrepreneurs to realize their potential. I invite you to take the brand quiz and you can find it at www.bespokebranding.io. So tell me a time where you were holding back and
1: didn't fulfill your full potential. This is very intimate for me, but I would definitely say that it's during my time corporately. Like, I am an African-American, but I was born in Africa. Like, I'm not born in Africa, but my my parents are from Africa. And so I have Africa, like, running through my veins. And, Yamilka, we talked about this before. It's like, these cultural differences, they're different in corporate because You're trying to prove a point. And the way you've kind of been taught and raised to be, you know, I'm a very vocal person. If you can't tell, I'm I'm very strongly, when I believe in something, I believe in it wholeheartedly. So I lead with like my heart on my sleeve. This is just who we are in Africa. It's just our culture. So for me, it's like in corporate, I just feel like I was... I had a lot of successes. I've done a lot of great things, but I felt like I was failing myself because I wasn't able to show up full and I wasn't able to be myself, to be quite frank. I wasn't able to fully be myself. And that's why I launched my brand. I'm like, I have to take ownership of who I am and I have to own my happiness. And if I'm not happy here, I just have to go and find people that I'm happy with. And that's why we're here today.
0: You know, it's so funny you say that because you reminded me. Yes, we did talk about this before. And you reminded me that, you know, when I was in corporate, I also couldn't be, you know, my Hispanic self. I was born in Venezuela. So English is my second language. But because I felt so constrained you know, in my character, like, I can't show that, like, I can't be that, I can't do that. That also made me want to be like, I need to get out of here. And I think that's why I wrote the book that's coming out soon. I want people to know that they can be themselves. You know, we're in the era of being authentic, being true to who we are. And there's no way out of that right? At Mm -hmm. some point, you're going to blow up. (laughs) So it's better to (laughs) just put yourself, true self out there versus your fake self and then blowing up later. So anyway, we don't go through this life on our own. We need help from other people. So tell me about a mentor that you had a story that really helped you through a difficult time.
1: Can I tell you about two if that's okay? Perfect. Awesome, awesome. Well, I have one mentor. I've never voiced to her that she's my mentor, but I look up to her so much. I have voiced that. Her name is Kathy Lee. She is I met her at Credit Karma. She was obviously my manager, but she is the definition of humility and power together. Like whenever you are working in SEO, it's not a feminine driven capacity. It's technical. It's very in the weeds. So there's not a lot of women in this space. And I admire women that can show up in their full energy and who they are and lead the way. And she is the definition of that. So even though I'm no longer at Credit Karma, I hold her near and dear and we speak often. But she is the definition of leading with power and grace. And so Kathy Lee has mentored me to really understand what leadership looks like, but leadership in your own authentic way and not necessarily in any other way, corporate way or whatever, just in who you are and being authentic to yourself. So Kathy Lee is one of them. She's amazing. She's a product marketing manager at Credit Karma. She's done SEO for like the biggest names out there. She's just amazing. And you would never be able to sense that because she's so humble. So she's my first mentor. And my second mentor would be Tanisha. I worked with her at Credit Karma. I had a story where my boss and I, we just weren't able to coexist that well. (laughs) But that's okay because Tanisha saved the day. She really taught me what it means to manage up and how to Approach a situation, even if someone is your superior, how to be the better person. She embodies that, how to consistently show up and be the better person in very challenging situations. So those are the two women that I really, really look up to and that I hold near and dear anytime I'm at a crisis. I just reach out to them because they just honor who they are. And and I love that.
0: Oh, I love that you've found those women because it's very difficult. I I know uh, myself in corporate it was really hard to find feminine women at the high level. And I also worked at a very masculine side of things, technical things, but I always knew how to like talk to them and work with them still being, you know, myself and my feminine self. But I saw a lot of women who, had imitated a bit of the masculinity just to go higher and it worked, you know, it worked at that time. So I'm not uh, surprised, but anyway, if I asked you what are two or three lessons learned over your lifetime, what would you say those were?
1: Yeah. So the first lesson I would say would be just to be yourself and not to take no for an answer. We can do hard things. I really like Marie Forleo, like everything is figure outable because it's true and you don't know it until you start doing it and you're like, why was I like psyching myself out of this goal? Like I can do this. So everything is figure outable. I'm just gonna fall in mind and say I love this book and, and and that's the first lesson that I'm learning, especially as a new founder, I'm learning that with my business. And the second thing that I'm learning is just to take it a moment at a time. Like We will all reach our goals, obviously, if we have the foundation right in the right time frame. So I'm just learning to take it a moment at a time, slow down, don't worry about tomorrow. You know, like the proverbial Bible verse says, do not worry about tomorrow. It's true. Like, you can only focus on what you can control. So I'm really actually internalizing that. I've heard it, but I haven't internalized it. But I'm internalizing that now. I love those. Those are
0: so, so true. I know like I was in the weeds even this week and I was like, how am I going to get all this done? Everything got done. We just stress out for no reason. (laughs) So tell us. What does the next 10 years look like for you? Your children be older, you know, you have uh, experience in your your amazing business. So tell me, what are you seeing in the next 10 years for yourself?
1: The next 10 years of myself, I see myself first, like, crushing the goals that I have with the business and all of the businesses that I'm partnered with, I see them. Being amazing powerhouses. That's the first goal outside of like my family and personal goals. But my first business goal would be that. And then the second business goal is. I would love to learn more things outside of marketing. I've spent the last 10 years in marketing. So the first thing that I would love to do is learn how to really flip a home. That's like, I love interior design. And so whenever I saw your Chanel book and I was like, oh, I love that. I love, I love the look. I love everything that you have going on. So I really love interior design. So I I might just try to take a peek into that world, but Definitely. That's that's what I'll have going on. And obviously being a mother and a wife and and, and a family person. But those are my three things that I will be conquering in the next 10 years for sure.
0: Okay, so you were promoting your course. So I want everybody to know, like, tell them where can they get it? Where can they reach you? Where are your
1: favorite social platforms? Yes. My favorite social platform right now is LinkedIn, but you definitely can find me on Facebook as well. We just launched our Facebook community. So I am also hosting a, a workshop in our community, a SEO workshop. So if you have any questions about organic marketing, you can find me at Facebook groups, underscore profitable with search. That is a new community. We will be hosting that that SEO workshop. Outside of that, you can really find me on Calendly because it's we're still so small. Um, So if you reach out on Profitable with Search, you can find me, book some time with me, and I'd be so happy to go over how we could help or if we could help your business at all. So that's where you can find us. Of course, join. Next week we will have a workshop, so come with all of the questions. You will get them answered very thoroughly, but that's where you can find us right now.
0: That is so great. Well, thank you, Odia, for being on the show. I'm so happy that we connected and I hope our relationship keeps going because we would love to see where you're at in the next few years and see where your business is at. You know, things change from year to year. I think, you know, I didn't expect to be where I'm at today. Sometimes things go faster, sometimes things go slower. But it's always great to see where people are at. So we might have you back on the Brand Therapist
1: show in the future. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Yamilka, for having me and for giving me that Brand Therapy quiz. That was awesome. I really appreciate it. And I really, really look up to everything that you're doing. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to The Brand Therapist. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. If you would like to connect on social, you can find me at Yamoka Rodriguez Branding or BespokeBranding.io. And if you would like to do the brand character quiz, go to BespokeBranding.io and click on brand quiz. Or you can email me at Yamoka at Yamoka.com. Thanks for listening. And I'll catch you on the next episode.